In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even... Even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And I'm Amanda Duberman. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sub Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news, brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we are talking about TikTok. TikTok, Trump, testing, boy. And the VP pick. And the VP pick. Big Friday. Let's get into it. Big Friday. You're, Tammy, you are um, an up-and-coming TikTok star, so I am really nervous how this could have... I think actually Trump, everyone says he's going after Sarah Cooper, but I don't know. Your TikToks get a lot of views. Yeah, I mean, I think I heard that he watches them. So, um, you know, that's obviously the problem. Um, yeah. No, I don't think he's going after – you think he's going after Sarah Cooper? She no, can do no, a video no. not on TikTok. I think he's going after, like, the mass of teens that are cool. For sure. And he's so fucking uncool. Totally. <laughs> and he is, like, starting to say, do this China virus thing again. So uh, not that he ever really stopped, but it's like – Seems like there are plenty security concerns about TikTok, but I don't really think that's what's like motivating him. No. What is TikTok spreading coronavirus? Is that, what, <laughs> right. is that what's happening? <laughs> right, right. Meanwhile, okay. he's like tweeting like, oh, the poor NRA, they should move to Texas. Like I moved states when I did crimes. <laughs> Honestly, we were listening um, in the car last night to the to that podcast when they were talking about that. Yeah. I, was, I think that's what Republicans think states are for. so that you can (laughs) like i really feel like that's what they that's how they look at states like just the point mechanisms to evade taxes right right it's like there are beaches in florida i had no idea (laughs) yeah i just thought i was here for the no income tax (laughs) right exactly low income income tax there's not zero So last night before jetting off to his golf club in New Jersey for the weekend, Trump dropped a pair of executive orders, his favorite, banning Chinese-owned companies from operating in the United States unless they sell their U.S. operations in the next 45 days. Microsoft has already said they want to buy TikTok. I guess this just puts like a 45-day shot clock on it, I guess. Um, he also he also wants to make a cut of any sales because this is how again how he makes his money. This is how he he added that the TikTok deal would also need to include a substantial amount of money coming to the U.S. Treasury, which is just like him. Which are All he of his decisions are just like no, but give us more money. Like no, NATO, <laughs> give us more money. He's is so that dumb. the art of the deal? Is that uh, what it is? <laughs> uh, honestly, the art. I haven't read the art of the referenced i never read the art of the deal but i like reference i'm yeah. referenced in a long time i can go back to that but yeah we it is just that. like lie and cheat and steal essentially right. okay he also this also applies to wechat which is basically like the everything communication app in china 
um, and lets them transfer funds to each other. So it's this declaration also applies to them. Um, and their claim, the, the administration is justifying this by claiming that such apps threaten national security by collecting user data. Fair, fair point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so do U.S. companies, and so does the U.S. government. Yeah. So, I it's my my feeling on this is that this is a distraction and a favor to sure. Mark Zuckerberg to help him get reels off the ground. So it's not even like about. Yeah, sure, this yeah. is happening, but it's not hap- Like it is in no way happening for the reasons that like they're claiming it's happening. Absolutely not. If they cared about security, they would have done so many other things by now. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's just it's, insane to me that they think that like he's tweeting that NRA is a victim and then he's banning TikTok. It's like, yes, TikTok is more dangerous to young people than the NRA. Right. It's just convenient. Everything, anyone could criticize anything. Like there's something exactly. wrong with everything. So yeah. just like, he's choosing to, to be focused on this because of his own selfish reasons. Like he's never done anything that is not inherently for selfish reasons. So just like, let's stop pretending that this is about security. Right. Sure. Security is not great. Obviously China, no good, no good, but right. like no work, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's not, it's window dressing. It's nothing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so like we said, he Jedi, he went to New Jersey this morning. Uh, so there is still no plan to provide economic relief to Americans that are struggling. Um, I think a jobs report came out today and said there were 1.8 million new jobs, which sounds good, but it's not nearly as good as the months past. And like the numbers of job losses are still week by week exceeding previous records by like quite a lot. So even though they're going down, like I don't, we don't have to tell you guys, shit's still bad. Like shit's still bad for a lot of people. So, like, every night this week, it seems that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mark Meadows, Steve Mnuchin have basically been, like, hanging out in the Capitol trying to come to some sort of deal. Um, it seems like what's going on is that, like, the Democrats are really actually holding on to basically what's in the HEROES Act. And, like, the, the Democrats and Republicans are trillions of dollars apart. And the Democrats, like, aren't really budging. Like, to be fair to Republicans, like, I don't think they should because this is a, a plague that the president refuses to stop. But, like... You know, if Republicans want to claim it's Democrats not really meeting them, I think that might be fair right now. But like, well, they can do that because ultimately yeah. the Republicans own the anyway. situation. Yeah. Um, although, honestly, I feel that that is also sort of like an old way of thinking because like no one thinks that way anymore because we have Fox News and the liberal fake news media. And there's the also it's not about. Okay, this election yeah. is not about the number of people who want Trump out or Joe Biden in. It is about mm-hmm. voter suppression and other foreign interference and the various ways that this election is going to be manipulated. So it doesn't, yeah, like the, the, things are really bad. I don't think yeah. people are very happy with the administration right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, but the White House, because they're at such a stalemate, is apparently considering doing some, like, executive orders for things like halting evictions. Uh, Caitlin and I talked a lot about eviction on Wednesday's episode, um, halting student loan payments. Trump really wants to suspend the payroll tax, which, like, it's unclear to me how that helps people. It helps employers. It helps employers. But, like, I don't see it helping that much. Right. It's not, there are still a lot of jobs that people can't return to and that, will not exist anymore that are like just permanently gone. Um, right. I don't really know how giving like the businesses that have survived payroll tax helps the people, help the people that like 
have you, you know who you know who probably is benefits from payroll tax being halted people in Huge florida companies no yeah. massive companies where their payroll taxes rack up like Yes, if you have exactly. 50 or 100 employees, I don't think that like having to pay payroll taxes probably That's is not the factor, like, yeah. Make or break your business. Cuz you already exactly. factor those in. Right. There are few few businesses that fall into the category where it's like, "Oh, well as long as there's a payroll tax, then as long as you take that away, then I can keep people employed." It's like, "No, no, no, right. no, no. It's just this a sweetener is, for the people that are already doing fine." Yeah, this is this is a tax break for rich people. Right. For rich companies, because right. that's who like the payroll tax takes up a giant chunk of their like liabilities. Okay. Yeah. There was also, um, I read such a like interesting testing tidbit this morning. What? That, so apparently the testing this week has like decreased a lot across the country. Nationally, it's 13%, but states are still seeing increases in positivity cases, even though their cases are down. So do we know slowing the testing down on uh, Nebraska and uh, Arkansas, I think, were the two that like had like big drops in the number of tests they were doing, but huge increases in the positivity. Which, like, the only conclusion of that is like, well, think of all the people positive that you're not testing. Yeah, people are waiting in line for hours to get tested, and then they're waiting days and maybe even weeks to get their results. And here's the thing: like, a week, not even a week ago, in the Axios interview. Trump said that the rates are high, be, be, that there are more cases because of the testing. So that tells you he doesn't want testing. Right. Exactly. Slow it down. But it's um, crazy where you slow it down and the cases, they still keep going up because it's spreading and it's get, that just proves it's getting worse. Again, this is a man who went bankrupt four to six times. So he's a person who thinks that if you just like write a higher number on your balance sheet, that it's not going to catch up with you one day. Oh, of course. Yeah. This catches up in like an even bigger way than like some inscrutable casino P&L because it's people's family members that are getting sick. Right. So and it's a virus. The virus doesn't care. The virus, the virus can't take the virus to bankruptcy court. The virus also doesn't care how many cases are recorded. The virus is right. getting, like whether or not you count as a positive case, you still have it. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Did you see the school that opened in Georgia and like the kids shared pictures and then got suspended and then like unsuspended? I just got a Twitter um, notification about that because yeah. she said it was like good and necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny because the superintendent was like, anybody who's, who does anything that will show our school in a negative light will be suspended. It's like, dude, you didn't, you opened the school. The jig is up. What are you talking about? I would be like, yeah, suspend me. I want right. an excuse to not be here not so be I here. can be safe at home. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Like I don't, and at this point, if I'm like a high school student, I don't give a shit about college anymore. Oh, right. What am I looking forward to? What am I, what am I performing? What do I want to be in school for? Right. <laughs> what exactly. am I doing this? My whole, if I'm a, if I'm 17 right now, my whole childhood I was waiting for, you know, yeah, I was working for something that never came. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel really bad for like the senior athletes that just their schools are either not, I mean, it's not like colleges where, where like colleges are driven by capitalism and they're opening because like that's the only way they make money out of, of like these people's bodies and they're still not protecting them. But in high school, like, yeah, people are losing out on so many chances and yeah, just like go home.
Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Speaking of ambition, should we talk about the uh, vice presidential candidate? I can't believe we don't know yet. It makes me furious. Yeah, it makes me furious because that then allows the, you know, the the cable news anchors to just talk about it forever. And it's like, you shouldn't be covering this like it's some sort of like draft for the NFL. Like what you should be doing is filling your airtime, uncovering the vast amounts of corruption that are happening right now in this administration pertaining many of which a lot of which pertains to voting and the upcoming election so they should be putting their airtime to that not to yeah. like ooh, do we like karen bass or do we like kamala harris right totally yeah that's why this needs to hurry the fuck up it looks like i thought maybe that was they're gonna, gonna cover it. new things anyway they're still no gonna, like, exactly this is gonna be the story for a month well i was thinking it's like weird they haven't announced yet because they usually do do it around now because they like to have like Two big moments. I was listening. I listened to the whole um, Crooked Media podcast about the vice presidential selection. It's really cool. Um, like you have a big moment when you announce the VP, and you get another big moment with the DNC. So you would think they wanted to like not compress them so much, so they could ride off both moments. But the DNC is like such a like meh downer this year because the DNC isn't even really happening this year. It's just going to be Biden in his basement in Delaware. According, uh, he's taken the advice of health 
officials and he is not traveling. But it's looking like people every week, it's like, oh, it's looking like these women are at the top. But this week, what people are saying is that Kamala Harris, she's always, it's always Kamala Harris and this is her competitor this week. This week, people are talking mostly about Susan Rice. Uh, she seems to be like the more popular choice among former Obama administration people, and Harris is more favored by like, kind of, I read like the old guard, even though a lot of these like old white senators have been criticizing her, but kind of like the Clinton era of, of people. Um, you and I have talked about this where it's like, if, if you're gonna pick somebody who doesn't benefit really your election chances, then why pick Kamala only because, I love Kamala, but only because we know he like digs Susan Rice and they worked together for a long time. Well, I know, yes, and I know that it's important to him to, like, get along with the person who he's working with and, like, have a relationship with them. But, like, Susan Rice, if they picked her, it would be, like, a troll gone wrong. Like, I'm sorry, Democrats don't know how to troll in the way Republicans do. It would be... They've already I can started. just hear the postmortem after Bill Barr prematurely declares victory because all the votes aren't counted. I can just yeah. hear him... I can hear... And then, and then CNN and MSC, NBC are going to fall in line. They're going to be like, he shouldn't have picked Susan Rice, the Benghazi. It's all because exactly. of Benghazi. It's like, no, you're missing the point. But yeah, that he shouldn't pick her, I don't think. I know, I know. Yeah. The thing about Benghazi is like, so what happened with Benghazi? So she was the United States ambassador to the UN when that happened. And like, basically she went on a bunch of Sunday shows and was given just, the CIA gave her talking points and she said them. But the talking points implied that it was like a more spontaneous attack that evolved from a protest. And that was that ended up not being correct. It was much more than that. And she's multiple congressional investigations have been like, yeah, she did not. That whole congressional investigation found that nobody did anything wrong. Um, but yeah. like Republicans basically bullied her out of contention for secretary of state. That's what's like interesting is people are like, well, she doesn't have people don't see her as like a person that's been high up in, in those government areas where we normally see people that have run for elective office or been in elective office. But like she was actually supposed to be our secretary of state after Hillary, not John Kerry. But she was like, I don't want to poison this. They're never going to confirm me. It's going to be a mess. They keep yelling Benghazi. So like, don't even bother. And like, that's definitely going to come up. But like, we've talked a lot about how Trump mainly just doesn't need to lose voters. Like, does the Benghazi thing does that, do you think that there are people that are still undecided who watch the, the channels that are going to play that up? Like, are there people that are just still deciding between Biden and Trump who could be like, oh yeah, that Benghazi thing? Like, I don't know. I, like, from my perspective, that seems illogical, but it creates a permission structure. All these people who need to be pried away from Trump they don't want to be because that involves admitting that you were wrong the first time, which is just on a human level, very difficult for people. Yeah. So they want permission to be able to still vote for him. Like, and this I think is just like something that mm -hmm. creates a strong permission structure to still, to still vote for him. And again, like, I don't know that that I, I think that we should be guided by that, but like, I also just don't see why she would be like necessarily yeah. the person. It's not like, it's not like, oh, she's perfect in every way, but Benghazi. Mm -hmm. Not that she's not. Like, I, I think I happen to think Susan Rice is great, but like, I just, there's a lot of options and like, yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then today I found that last year she called Lindsey Graham a piece of shit on Pod Save the World. 
I watched and, like, they're I gonna to that. love that. Like I'm not mad she said that. It was awesome, but they're gonna love that. You know what's you know what's funny? When I just said a minute ago I liked her, that yeah. was actually the moment mm-hmm. that I was thinking. Another moment where that I had seen her was she was like talking about her daughter in some sort of interview. And I thought she just like I think she would be great. Like yeah. if we weren't in this like crazy universe of two realities, like she's amazing. Right. You know? Yeah. She did and apparently sell all her Netflix stock this week. She's on the board. Oh, well, which is intriguing. You know, if it's Susan Rice, I'm there for her. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. I'm there for any pick. Like I think totally. all the options seem amazing. Not yeah. When you sort of look at like the pro and con list of, of all of them, they're all pretty equal, except I think Tammy Duckworth pulls a, a head, but I think that, for numerous reasons, it is fitting for Biden to pick a black woman. Right. I mean, what what I find so what I find just frustrating about again the coverage of this conversation and how long it's gone on is that like you're comparing so yeah. many incredibly competent women yeah. and turning it into like a political beauty pageant almost, yep. rather than like just fucking pick the person and like it, yeah. like. Like it does feel a bit like a pageant just for competency. And that seems unfair. Right. On Monday, I was saying with Brian, like, I I think it's cool that he said it was going to be a woman because we've gotten to spend the past few months, like getting to know these awesome, like people didn't really know who Karen Bass was before. And now people know who she is. But now that it's this sort of like protracted thing, you're right. Like now people are calling Karen Bass the anti Kamala Harris. It's like, because they're both black women that are in consideration for VP and now it's becoming like toxic and weird and it's going too far. It also becomes like you, you then start to now, and we have been doing this in this conversation, you kind of start narrowing down each woman with Mm -hmm. each person. But because we're talking about women, you're doing it to women, like each person into a like a list of points of pros and cons. And like, these are human beings. All of them have made it so far and would be, yeah. would cert, would be an incredible vice president. Yeah. So the fact that we're now like, oh, well, putting them in the running against each other is like, again, misogyny at the highest level, yes. but yeah. it's barely a bunch of, noticed um, because. Exactly. Yeah. This reminded me a bunch of um, like women's groups associated with Democrats like NARAL and um, Planned Parenthood or women that work for those groups. Uh, published a letter, I think last night, basically saying like, dear media, here's all the stuff you, you, here's how to cover uh, a woman of color being picked in a way that's appropriate. Like, do not use pictures of her looking angry. Do not use these types of words and language and phrasing. And the vast head of people that signed it didn't have a ton of black women. Um, Those groups themselves have been like accused of being really whitewashed too, but it was like, they were getting ahead of it. Like literally here's a list for reporters, please do right by her, whoever she is, and like don't do this list of things. Which I was gonna send it around to the sub team, but it was quite obvious. Like, right. just like don't call them shrill. It's not obvious to boomers, Amanda. I know. I'll send it to my dad. Yeah, it's just yeah. No, I think. I mean, I even question whether like us sitting here talking about Benghazi is like is that. Although, like, we I have don't to think talk we're... about it because it's gonna come up. But like, we yeah. always acknowledge that it's like it's insane that we always have to address this. That actually is like a non-factor and not based in facts. But because of the opponent, like, yeah. it has to. Same with Hillary. It's like, did we make a mistake? By did we ignore too much of like, even though all the shit about Hillary was a lot of it false, 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should have like been smarter about how it would be perceived and how Trump was trying to manipulate it. Right. It's like, do we just not acknowledge it then? I don't know. This is the question, isn't it? Right. Because like, but here's the thing. The problem is that women and and many people who would point this out, we're not the agenda setters. And that's Mm -hmm. where like the whole patriarchy and the, you know, white supremacy comes into play because there's a reason we're not the agenda setters. We're not the ones saying Benghazi or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably know early next week. I hope I'm hoping to know this weekend. I'm ready to go, Sammy. We have, we have templates. We're ready. We got pre rights. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That is exciting. Um, I didn't someone give us a tip August 1st. Somebody no. said Sunday. Or Sunday, Sunday. That not August, obviously August 1st came in. Went, <laughs> I heard I originally I think I was like I heard August 1st because of you some, heard like, August 1st. I heard I thought August I thought August based on some uh inside guesses based on okay. the information. Well we now have, we have Sunday. Now it's the 7th and Sunday is the 9th. But why would he do it on a Sunday? Don't you want media coverage? It's like a little bit oh, less on he, Sunday. No, no, no. I actually think Sunday is good. Yeah. Because it then will bleed into Monday unless that's Trump like does something true. on Sunday night, which he probably will. Yeah, that's true. I also have one more to say about this that I wanted to ask you about. So everyone's calling like Kamala like too ambitious and all of these things. But over the past year, I sometimes wonder like, does that not help her in the sense that like that really animates women when gendered accusations are leveled? Like, AOC that people lost their mind when she was mistreated. Like it is a thing where like when like annoying white men say rude things about women in government, their stock kind of goes up. I, th- I think it depends on what like yeah. big moments play out. AOC that worked because she turned it around. True. That's true. You know? So it really yeah. comes down to Kamala's if Response. she's, if she's the person, it comes down to like her, almost on the spot handling of it. Right. Which we know she's really good at that. I think she has her days, like her on and off days as we all do. Um, Right. But yeah, no, I mean, I love Kamala Harris. It it bothers me that like in my own mind, Kamala Harris, and I guess this is also the Susan Rice thing, gets tainted by like what I know they're going to say about her. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Also some exciting news in the election world today. So Jamie Harrison, who is in South Carolina running against Lindsey Graham, they are tied as of today. And uh, Jamie Harrison is raising, he's raised a ton of money. Lindsey Graham is too, but that's pretty, uh, that's pretty serious. Lady G, you're not doing well. I know. I mean, he is a piece of shit, but I mean, this election (laughs) is, you know, three months away, but is it? I mean, no. we kind of need to get going now. Okay. I actually want to talk about that because can I give you a prediction? Yes. Okay. I had an insight, I think, <laughs> into how they're going to steal the election. Okay. It's going to be Mueller Report 2.0 where they Bar. declare yep. that it is – they basically declare he wins before all the votes are able to be counted because 
as we know, we're doing this mail-in voting thing. There's now questions over like what, how late your vote can get in. A lot of these questions might end up going to the Supreme Court even, yes. which is not good. That's that's even if the premature declaration of victory is not is not successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but and yes, it will involve a lot of fighting when it probably comes down to that because to get all the votes counted, we're fighting against people who don't want to count the votes. Trump exactly. has said mm-hmm. that there shouldn't be any votes counted after November third, and there shouldn't you shouldn't find out the election result after. He obviously doesn't remember the year two thousand, but um, right, but. All this is to make the point that it. I've started to realize that like we all need to vote ASAP. Like, become aware of go go to votesaveamerica.com. Find out when you can either apply for a mail-in ballot. When you when you can when is the earliest you can get it, and then when is the earliest you can send it in, and do that as soon as possible. I don't know that if you can do it in any states. You can't do it in any states yet, but the number one thing to be thinking about is how you're going to get your vote in like yesterday. Yeah. Um, because, because I think it's going to come that, down to that. It is. But the thing, the way that we could, po- I know. And again, we're talking about things that we should not have to be talking about, but the way that we can maybe if Biden wins in a landslide, because we all got our votes in, then they can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're doing, it everything they, they're doing everything they can. There's a Republican operative trying to put Kanye West on the try. ballot in Wisconsin, notably the most important state. All that they think that if they can just like fool a few people into voting for Kanye West, that like they can win Wisconsin. So that's their game in Wisconsin. In Florida, they're playing another game. Like they like every everyone needs to get their their vote in like the minute that they can. Right. And you need to be like looking at like I have to get I have to go to the DMV next week to get my and but that's like part of the process. It's like an annoying process. I was like, like trying to think about a frame this for people. It's like all those other tasks that you just like, you have to, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to take the steps. Pretend that like getting like, you need to take these steps in order to get like $500 in your bank account. I was thinking about it as like, you know how, like, (laughs) you know how, I don't know if yours do this, but like my gynecologist will hold my birth control hostage until I go get a pap smear. Yeah, like that, like that. Occasionally. Go get your pap smear so that yeah. you can get your birth control. It's more Possibly like, she's like literally. Yeah, yeah, no. Don't think about this as like, like uh, whatever, if I don't get to it, I'll just do it. I'll figure it out the night before. You, you can't figure you can't it out the that. night before. You have to figure it out like soon. And we right. will provide resources for you on the Betches Up account, in the email, yeah. in this podcast um, to try to figure it out. It's confusing. They do that on purpose because they don't want you to vote because that would take money away from them. So th- right. think about this as something, it's annoying. We just are going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out together and we're all going to vote this yeah. fucking crazy asshole out of office. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed um, this guy named David Litt yesterday. It's for an episode that's going to air next week. He was an Obama speechwriter. And in his book, he, he writes, he's like, if you don't vote, like Mitch McConnell's not thinking about you. They don't care about you at all. No. They know how there are so many people that don't vote for a lot of reasons that like, I'm not going to shit on. Like it's, it's in a lot of ways, if you think not rational, but like when you actually look at, they don't consider you a person that they need to serve unless they know you vote. And now that there are more people that are aware of that and are trying to vote, 
they're not changing their policies to appeal to more voters. They're just eliminating voters. It's yeah. all rigged and we have to work super hard to overcorrect and it sucks, but like, it's actually not that hard. It takes a minute. Yeah. Figure it out. Right. It's really not that hard and like, you'll be okay. Right. Yeah. Right. There are countries where you have to vote. So like, just think about it that way. There are also countries where you can't vote. So Many. So this is not something that's like to be taken lightly, although I did take it lightly in my younger years. Yeah. Never again. Never again. Um, uh, all right. Until the return of democracy. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to SUP at Betches.com. Betches.